Chevy Equinox with forward collision alert, automatic emergency braking, and available all-wheel drive. It's my ultimate mobile device. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com to schedule a test drive. Chevy Equinox. It's your choice. Own it. Truth. You got to protect fields better. You got to protect that kid better. Knowledge. We've got to be able to contact. Unabashed honesty. These kids, they're believing, they're buying in. Here we go. That's the guy that has to make it happen. What do you expect from Legends? Hammond OB. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. The Hampton OB Show starts now. All right, here we go. The Hampton OB Show, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Andy Mazur alongside the guys as the final seconds are ticking away in Dallas. And the Bears are going to lose 49-29 to to Dallas. Uh, guys, we watched this game in the conference room. and A lot of bad words. Being yeah, there was, there was a lot I, of I, things. i got to tell you, Andy, I mean, you know, look, here, here's the thing. Well, first of all, guys, we kept them under 50. <laughs> you know, oh, and see that this isn't a, a sometimes kind of a proposition, and 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 you know what they did on Monday night. Like I said in the pregame, OB, it means nothing, nothing if they don't come out here and execute and play the game they're capable of. Did they play the game? They no, were cap- no, no. They never got anywhere no. close to having a semblance of a game plan on both sides of the ball. And we're going to rip Gitsky, um, 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 uh, Mike, uh, what's his name? Luke Gatsby. Luke. Luke yep. Whatever his name is. <laughs> he ain't the great Gatsby. He ain't no great Gatsby uh, around here. Uh, yeah, that was fiction. This is this is nonfiction. It's, it was a horror show. And we never, never established any part of the offense. And you know what, OB? You kept That's screaming, right. what is this, a one-man show? Right. Trying to make Justin Fields the only viable part of the offense? You said in the pregame, you said... If we don't hear Mooney's name or Cole Komet's name, then we're in trouble. Well, guess what? We were in trouble. Mooney caught a two-yard pass, and and Komet, who knows where the hell he was. All I can tell you is there wasn't no better on defense. Four straight drives. We made the Dallas Cowboys look like Tom Brady and the Patriots of 2016. I mean, they looked like they were just, you know, the perfect offensive weapon. And it, it was sickening. We didn't tackle. We didn't force the issue. We didn't contain. We let Dak Prescott look like he know, knows a little bit about throwing the ball. It was pathetic. Danny, the, the thing that I saw that jumped out at me, <clears throat> and I talked to Andy several times when we're, you know, when we're watching the game. I, I, I'm looking. I'm, I keep. I'm trying to think. okay, why, why aren't we going to our tight end? And where's Daryl Mooney? Where's the bootlegs, the sprint outs? And by the way, I don't know. Did, it, did was there ever a play action play called? I, I, I really don't know. But I'm going to tell you, folks, what jumped out at me. And I've been around this, a game I have, for quite a while. They look like this game this afternoon. They tried to make it. I'm talking about the Bears offense now. They tried to make it a one-man show, a one-man circus. It all built around Justin Fields. Folks, you got to have a tight end in the game. You got to have two minimum, two receivers, three receivers that are active all four quarters. You got to get your running backs. How, why didn't we run any wheel routes, Danny? We could go with an H backfield, uh, Montgomery. And Herbert, in an H backfield, let him check for a block and swing out in a in a pass pattern. 
What in the wheel route, Danny? Did we see one wheel nope. route? It was open all day long, and Getsky never called it. We don't throw to our running backs. We don't throw to our tight ends. We don't throw to our receivers. We find what I have seen so far in seven games, and especially this one today. They're trying to make this kid into something that I don't even think he wants to be. I think he wants to be a leader. He wants to be a great passer. He wants to win a Super Bowl. But they're trying to make this kid all everything. It's all based around him. That's what I saw. That's what I saw. And, I, and, and I'll say it again about a running game. You could run 200 yards, 190, 125. You can do it week after week after week. And guess what you're going to do when the season's over? You're going to go to Florida and sit on the beach. Okay? And not in, a, not in a football field, on a beach. This is a passing league. My God, when are we going to attack downfield? Yeah, things are set up for you. You've got a running game that's set up. But why, do, why is everything, every important place, seem, it rests on field so, shoulders? I mean, he's got to run left, he's going to run right. It's a this, it's a that. And in the meantime, we're losing. I, I, Danny, I don't get it. No, and, the one, and again, I'll say it again here one more time. What I saw today, we never used our weapons properly. The backs, we don't throw to our backs anymore. How come we don't, again, go back to the wheel route, which is an important pass to our backs, and it works more often than it doesn't? Why the hell aren't we throwing downfield? What would what'd we do it? Three times today? What many, and I'll tell you, to answer your question, the only time we we did do anything on play action was down on the goal line late in the game when we threw the touchdown pass to Cole Komet. Where was it Bravo. the first quarter, the That's second what, quarter, the third quarter? When you're down. You know, I mean, here's the thing. Every possession is so critical, and we never made them punt until midway through the third quarter. Our defense had no answers. Wait, hey, I, I, I will give uh, Eddie Jackson credit. He made the, the best play he's ever made. A beautiful interception. Kind of got us back in the game. But other than that, we did nothing, nothing, zero, to shut down the Dallas offense. And, and I, okay, I get it. They've got some good players. They've got some skill position guys that are pretty. CeeDee Lamb, they're good. I got it. I got it. But. It was almost like we refused to engage. Early in the game, Vildor was, was so soft, so, and he had to force on a couple of runs, and he comes up and dives on the ground and allows the first down. I mean, it was almost like we coached ourselves into being scared. And we never accepted the challenge. We never got in their face. Dallas dominated and, and, and dictated from the opening kickoff. This was a disaster. Well, again, Danny, just, just going back, and I'm telling you what I saw, my Lord, uh, if you think one guy on your offense is going to be the difference maker, coaches, head coach, I don't care who you are, even if you're owners, you're in the wrong damn business, okay? It takes all 11. And it takes a solid game plan. Where do you attack? How do you attack? When do you attack? The problem is we don't know how to attack, folks. We don't. We don't know how to attack. We don't know how to use our offensive weapons. 
as in wideout receivers, as in tight ends, as in getting our backs involved in the passing game. But we run, 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 and then it's fields, hopefully to the left or to the right. It's him on designated runs and broken pass plays. And it's all about fields, all about fields for four quarters. Well, I'm going to tell you what. We can do this for the next, what, seven, eight games or whatever it's going to be. And I'll tell you, we're going nowhere, folks. You better get a, a game plan that's attacks downfield with the proper weapons. I'm talking about the people. And get them involved in the damn offensive game plan. Defensively, I think we can hang in there pretty much with anybody. I really do, folks. Offensively, t- today, I mean, where do you, how could you not advance from what you did the last couple weeks? How do you not, how do you not get better today than you were a week ago? How do you not? You got to work at it. All right, we're going to take a break, but when you come back, I got an answer for you, OB. I think I, I know what's going on, and I'm smelling the coffee of, that Luke gets. He's brewing. All right, Happen OB is sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com, 312-981-7200. That's our phone number if you want to jump in. Fields, protected, throws to Harry, and he's in for the touchdown. Keel Harry, back in the scoring book, his first Bears score. It'll be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Bears lose 49-29 to the Cowboys today in Dallas. All right, before we get to the calls, and please give us a shot, because obviously this is unacceptable. Now, now here's, here's my... Here is my summation about what I think, what I suspect. What was that opening volley? <laughs> what, what a second. But here, here's the deal. For us never to truly engage... Okay, Luke Getze has come up with a pretty decent game plan one time this year. That was against the Patriots on Monday night. Obviously, uh, he got too busy this week to try to do it again. But to me, it looked to, in, in a lot of ways, even the, we gave the Dallas Cowboys way too much respect. And, you know, when you, you self-scout OB and you, you start to look at what you're doing and your limitations, your strengths, all that. To me, it looked like Luke Getze, Kind of got into a deal where he's drinking the Kool-Aid. Oh, we're not that good. We're not, you know, we don't have receivers that can uh, beat uh, somebody in, in single coverage. We can't do that. But, I don't and, believe that for a minute. Well, but we, instead of us, yeah, and you got to, whoever's on your team, that's all you got. It's not who you're going to draft next year or sign right. on a waiver or on a free agent contract. Get involved. You go to war with what you got. And we never threatened or, or tried to challenge the Cowboys on the perimeter. And like you said, even the wheel route, you know, make those linebackers run out there and make a tackle. Can they? Maybe. Maybe not. All I know is it seemed to me we resorted and, you know, this trickery down on the goal line and out in the middle of the field with the direct snap on third and five to Montgomery faking it to the quarterback. I mean, what that tells you is we don't think we're good enough Mano Romano to take you on. So we're going to try to fool you. We're going to trick you. We're going to do something like a goofy Nagy like scheme where we can, you know, bust a, a play and get a first down and, 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 and look like we're really, really smart. And we never got into the meat and potatoes that has to be the foundation for this football team, especially on offense. But the defense, they were. They were miserable as well. They gave up touchdown drives at first four in the, uh, possessions to the Cowboys, but we had only given up two touchdowns in seven games in the second half. We gave up three 
alone today. So let's hit the, the phones. Let's get out to those phones and uh, let's go on to the south side and welcome in Charles. Charles, you're on with Happen OB. What's going on? Uh, hey, guys. I just want to let you guys know I'm a diehard uh, Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but I also grew up in Chicago uh, following the Bears my whole life. And I uh, just wanted to say outside, watch my games and, and following that, you guys are real sharp football aficionados for real. I just want to pay you guys a big shout out. Thank you, babe. We appreciate you so much. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and if, but you got a, a question or a point? I think we lost oh, Did you snip him? No, nope, oh, I didn't touch no. him. I didn't. I, I swear I didn't touch it. Uh-oh, it was Sammy in the other booth. But uh, thank you, Charles. We appreciate the call. Call back, Charles. Yeah, call back. Wait, wait is he still there? Sammy, is he still there? Let's see if he's still there. Charles, you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. All right, go ahead. Ah, go ahead, sir. Go we ahead, Charles. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, here. Oh, go ahead. You're, you're, you're cutting in and out on us there, bud. You know what? Let me just call back. I'm sorry. I was okay, that back sounds good. I all right, no worries. No worries. Just right. call back. And you know what? And, and hey, Charles, either that or pay your bill. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and sooner or later, we got to address this Justin Fields jumping over Micah Parsons after yeah. the uh, fumble recovery. I mean, I know that's it, it, it's it's ridiculous. Well, I'm, I'm, let me jump in real quick and say happen. something. Because this is going to be real short for me, for me. That's inexcusable. Period. All right, back out of the phones, 312-981-7200. Out to uh, Rockford. We welcome Mike into Hammond OB. How you doing, man? Uh, guys, listen, well, at least it was good for one week. Um, li- listen, OB, I, I, listen, I, I think the world of both you guys, and, um, you know, you're wonderful, wonderful, very knowledgeable. You played the game. You guys are great. But I got to disagree with you on one thing. You know, the defense, and here's what scares me, um, you know, we know the offense is really bad, and we know they have a lot of holes on the offensive line. They need a tight end. They need wide receiver. You know, the, the list is long. And their offseason, they're going to have to do a lot of work. But what scares me, the defense can't stop the run. And you said that this defense, a few minutes ago, you said the defense can hang. You're not worried about the defense. They can hang with anybody. But let me let me just throw this All at right, you, okay? Ahead. All right. They had the, the first four possessions. They, they scored touchdowns. Right. It was 28 points. That puts the Bears' offense – see, last week's game, they were not in the position where they had to come from behind. And that, that changes the whole onset. Now, I only played high school football, but the, the, it's still fundamentals of football. When you're behind, it's much harder, and you, you, you're not going to run the ball as much. And the Bears did throw the ball, and he had a lot of deep throws. And, I mean, this Bellis Jones Jr., he should have caught that ball. He missed it. Then he underthrew uh, St. Brown a little bit. Uh, but, you know, the, the, the defense, guys, is scaring me because they, their secondary looks pretty good. But the front, they, they need a, a run stuffer, guys. They need um, – what, what are they going to do with this? I mean – All right, you make a lot of good points, sir. Here's the thing. You're exactly right. But for whatever reason, as well as the defensive front played in New England, and they did. They set the tempo from the very first play. Today – they didn't. And Dallas, they were the aggressor. And as you said, four possessions, four touchdowns. We had no answers. They averaged nine yards a play through four drives. Think about that. 
I mean, you, you, I, in my day, you probably would say, hey, we're going to fire the defensive coach. You can't, you can't allow any, I don't care who it is. And this is a Cowboy offense that was ranked near the bottom in practically everything on offense because yeah. they were struggling. But guess what? We came up with the, you know, the old bend and uh, break all we can kind of a game plan and allowed them to just, it was a nine on seven. They just went through us like crap through you know what. And the, at the end of the day, the, you're exactly right. The offense, we know they've got struggles. They got issues. They've got to figure out a way to be able to, to show up each and every week. But we thought we could count on the defense. Ha, huh, not today. Well, Danny and, and Mike, just let me tell you this. Okay, the defense has been pretty good. They really have. They've, uh, they've, these kids have been playing their hearts out. Okay, are they going to have breakdowns? Yes, they're going to have it. But what I didn't like to see is our offense. If you, they had a game plan going into this game, and I'm not quite sure what the hell it was, but I can tell you this: you never adjust. What's happened defensively has happened defensively with your defense. Offensively. All you practice all week, all the first and ten, you know, third and seven, et cetera, et cetera, where you're at on the field, your own side of the field, the opponent's side of the field, you don't break from that. You don't break from that. When you break from it is at halftime, and if the what you've done for the first and second quarter isn't working, then you would then you make adjustments. But you don't go into it and, and and two or three plays and say, "Oh, the heck with it! It's not working. What are we gonna do?" What I so what I'm saying is, offensively, we do not attack, Mike. We do not throw to our backs on basically the wheel route or in the flat coming out of the backfield. Again, let me say, we do not use our backs in the passing game, and they're a vital part of a passing game. We don't go downfield, we don't have crossing ends, and we don't use our tight end. That's what we don't do. 49-29, the final. You know, I thought this was going to be a mismatch. You know, Iberflus versus McCarthy. No, 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 no. McCarthy had the upper hand today. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. We'll take a break for the news. If you're on hold, please stay there. I just want to say, keep use the word rhythm. Did you see any rhythm today, Dan? Zero. No rhythm. No rhetoric. rhythm. You got to have it, folks. And that, that should be Getsky's at the top of the list. There I you need go. to get this offensive rhythm. We've done it one time this year. Right. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. One of the bright spots, Khalil Herbert, rushed for 99 yards, including that touchdown right there. And a highlight courtesy of Fox Sports. Guys, let's get back out to the phones. We had uh, Charles, who we were having trouble hearing uh, earlier tonight. Uh, Let's get back to Charles. You're back with us, Charles. Uh, Go ahead with your question. Guys, thank you so much uh, for the patience to allow me to call back. I really do apologize on my end for the inconvenience. Thanks for having me back real quick. Uh, just want to just stay real quickly. Like I said, I'm, I'm a big Steelers fan. I grew up in Chicago my whole life, always supporting and following the Bears. And I know you guys like to talk like a lot of old school philosophy every now and then, especially referring to Mike Dicka. Well, remember once upon a time when the Steelers turned things around a long time ago, this was during the start of the Super Bowl era, when he came on board, uh, one Chuck knows philosophy, he sold to the Roonies. Uh, before they had other scouts like Bill Nunn help put them over the top. 
his philosophy was that, you know what, you build through the draft. You don't trade away your draft capital because those are players you want to build up for the future. My And I got one more question. I just got to follow up real quick on this. Do you feel like the Bears need to change their approach at some time? Do you think they're being over-aggressive and braids your trade-away draft capital when you probably like start going for the draft little by little? And then also, too, Robert Quinn, I know they got like a fourth-round uh, pick in return, but I think they could have still waited until March of this year because I think in today's game, in my opinion, I think this arguably you could say this has psychological effect on this right now. As you saw Rokon Smith, I broke down crying during earlier the week. Why would you do that if you have a good, solid defense performance against the Patriots? And my last thing, um, I got a good friend who referred me. If you guys could please give him a shout-out. We're both striving in sports media trying to find our footing. Please give a shout-out to my good special friend, uh, Paul Campos. Uh, love listening to you guys' podcast. You guys are refreshing and uh Real sharp, uh, dying guys across your teeth. Thanks, right, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Charles. Thank you, Charles. thank you, Charles. Thank you, Charles. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, and and the guy that traded all our draft picks away, he's gone. He's in New, New, New Atlanta, I think now. And uh, the new guy, I, he's got he's got a, a couple of years to try to make it happen. Well, but but well, let me jump in real quick. There, that's Danny. the philosophy Poles, he's got. Polls our new general manager. The first words out of his mouth were, "You build through the draft, Charles." And he's yeah. the guy that's got to make it happen. But he did make that statement, and that was his first statement. You build through the d- draft, which I totally and completely agree, i.e. Bill Belichick. And cap space, right, with Robert Quinn for next year. They saved $10 million bucks. Ryan Pace destroyed this franchise. Yeah. I mean, it is what it yes, is. Yes, he did. All right, 312-981-7200. Maurice joining us from Chicago. Maurice, you're on with Happen OB. Hello, gentlemen. Uh, happy uh, pre-Halloween or Halloween Eve. Now, uh, get to uh, this game, and OB, you stole my thunder about Justin Fields. He's running too much. I think he was the lead uh, rusher. No, no, he wasn't. He was just behind Khalil Mack. But he's not supposed to run. He's a quarterback. I agree. Now, you also stated that um, the um, coaching staff, don't know how to attack. No, it's more of they don't know how to adjust their game plan. Oh, by the way, with reference to uh, the previous caller, Charles, he was lockstep. The trade of Robert Quinn didn't help the defense. In fact, it made Philadelphia better. You guys have a great show, and I'll talk to you later. All right, Maurice. Thanks, man. All right, Maurice, one of the things, just looking at a couple of stats here about this game, third down efficiency, which Dan and I agree, that is the most important down in 60 minutes of football. Okay? Dallas, today, 11 times, they converted nine. Nine times out of 11. We were, what, 11 of 18 last week, which was excellent. We were six, 15 times, there was a, a third down conversion, and we only converted six times. That's all we did. And yards per pass, our passing game, we averaged 4.7, Dallas 8.6 yards. Game, set, match. 312-981-7200. That is our phone number if you want to jump on with Hampton OB like uh, Tom did. He, Tom called us up from Forest Park. Tom, you're on with the guys. How you doing? Man, OB Devin and Dan, the animal Hampton. 
my hero, but I got to disagree with OB. OB, the defense let us down. And uh, and the last two callers kind of stole, stole my thunder because I'm of the belief that the white elephant that's missing in the room is Quinn. And that's the difference between last week and this week. But there is a shining light at the end of this rainbow, and, and that is Fields. I mean, granted, I'm with you, OB. He shouldn't be the long ranger out there. No, he shouldn't. He, but he's definitely improving. You got to give him that. The kid is improving. And Hamp, maybe you could throw in a few words for for defense. Well, man. wait a minute, Tom. Let me you. let me just jump in a little bit. Let me tell you something offensively. Okay, how many times have you used me word used the word with our offense and defense, especially our offense? You got to attack the opponent. Okay, this was the perfect time to do it. You know, the team we play today. That's that team is in a juggernaut. We could have taken that team down. Look at our game plan. I agree. Somebody tried to tell me what the game plan was. But, but OB, come on now. I mean, look at the time of possession. It wasn't that far off, was it? We had it 36 minutes. They had it 23 and change. Yeah, look, we had ample opportunities. Oh, yeah, there's no question. They gave up seven touchdowns. It was an embarrassment from from the opening uh, whistle. Here, here's the thing, though, and, and OB has, you know, he and I, more OB than I, but I, I understand the value of allowing a very athletic quarterback to run. It changes the defense, and especially it paralyzes the coordinator with certain ideas and calls that he wants to try to implement. I'll just, you know, tell you, it, 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 right at the end of the, the uh, pregame, what did I say? I said today it's imperative that Justin Fields runs with purpose, not for his life. From opening kick, you know, we we fit, we got down seven nothing, then fourteen nothing, and from that point on, it's almost like it was just, uh, what about this? What about that? It almost turned into, you know, backyard football, letting Justin run around trying to make something happen, rather than a devised schematical uh, offensive game plan. And we've seen that all year, Ob. Except for the New England game, it's been a grab bag of you know what. The score of the game was 49 Dallas Cowboys, 29 Chicago Bears. Okay? That's what happened. Yeah. And and nobody nobody played well on defense. And as far as Robert Quinn, guys, I'm just telling you. But you know what, Dan? That's going to happen. They're going to have bad quarters. They're going to have bad halves. And they're going to break down every now and then. It's going to happen. But I still like our defense. What I don't like is our offense. And what I don't like more than that is our offensive coordinator. Guys had seven games, one game plan out of seven so far. And we're supposed to have talented people. We got Mooney, who is a bullet shot for speed. We got Cole Komet, 6'5", 260, tight end. We don't use him. We've got two great running backs that do run the ball. But they're not involved in the passing game. And by the way, both of them can come out of the backfield and catch the football. We don't traverse the field. We don't go deep on the field. Somebody tell me I'm wrong. Well, that game plan that Getsy put together for New England, don't forget he had 11 days to get that game plan together. So unless we got 11 days, we don't have a chance? Is that what it is? We need to forfeit every other week? just seems like there was so much more thought no, put into right. it. You know? No, it's ridiculous. And yeah. a lot of what we were able to do in New England, 
we could have kind of piggybacked on that. And you know what? Yeah, Micah Parsons is a good player, and Demarcus Lawrence is a good player. Diggs is a good corner. But it was like we were scared to death, and we didn't want to challenge him. And, oh, my God, how many times did free runners hit our quarterback today? You know, he's trying to run a boot. Bam, he's in, they're in his grill. You know, in a drop back, you know, a safety's coming off the edge. We don't have, we don't have any type of check me offense where we can get out of, you know, dangerous situations and let Fields make a quick uh, decision and, and make them pay. And that's how you back them off. Instead, here they come. Well, you know what? Hey, look, when you get down like we did 28 to 7 OB, Normally, normally that would have turned into an eight or ten sack nightmare. To the offensive, the patchwork offensive line's credit, they were able to hold the Cowboys to only four sacks. I think two or three came late in the game. But all that being said, the reason we were in that position, the defense couldn't stop. You know what? In the wind. You know what's what? You know you look at the numbers. Some and numbers can you know tell you exactly what the basically the heck happened out there. You know how many plays, folks? Dallas Cowboys ran today offensively, fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Normally it's in the middle high sixties, and they had four hundred and forty-two yards, and fifty-seven times with the ball. The Bears, we had seventy-one plays, we had three hundred and seventy-one yards. Let me say it again. 71 plays, 371 yards. They had 57 plays, 442 yards, and converted 9 out of 11 times on third down. Who won the football game? They did. They had a better game plan than we did. Offensively and defensively. It was not a good game. But I do still, I like our defense. I don't think it's anything to get scared or riled up about. But I am bothered about our offense. Because how do you win games today in the year 22? You win them offensively. Why? Because of the rules. And I'll be diddly damned, we don't take advantage of the rules. 312-981-7200. If you're on hold, please stay there. We'll get to you in just a, f- a few moments here. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Chevy dealers. Dan Hampton's defensive player of the game. Trying to get into Brett Maher's field goal range. Only one timeout. And an interception. He was looking for C.D. Lamb. And Eddie Jackson comes up with a pick. Defensive play of the game, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDrivesChicago.com. Bears lose 49-29 to the Dallas Cowboys. 312-981-7200 is our phone number. Guys, let's uh, jump right back out. We've got a bunch of uh, callers waiting to take, uh, to get in for let's you get guys. It. Let's go to Carter. He is listening in Park Ridge. Carter, you are on with Hampton OB. Yeah, so thanks for having me. But first, uh, first off, I would like to say you said the defense played well. I don't know how you can intelligently say that when the Cowboys went down the field four times, scored four touchdowns straight. They converted nine of 11 first downs. That's a little bit ridiculous to say. But my main point is the GM. Every single game, the Bears, they're like, every game is their last grasp for air. They're going eight for eight, eight and eight. They need to, they need to lose games, get some picks, and they need to rebuild. Okay, first Carter, of all, let, nobody let said just, that. Let what? me just stop in a quick say, Carter. What I'm saying about, in my words, are the defense. I don't have a problem with our defense through seven games. They've been pretty darn good. The problem has been our offense. 
And what's the problem, you know, I, Ben? I, I, I Putting points the on the board today, and converting on third down. <laughs> defense is not our problem. We're fairly good on defense through seven games. But I think you guys, you're saying you're looking at the first eight games overall, the defense, it hadn't bothered you. Carter's saying, hey, you're inferring we said they played well today. No, they, it was an embarrassment. It was sickening. They didn't make Dallas punt My until the middle of the third that quarter. That's not the problem that's on this team. What was today? We can't get the offense going. And part of the reason the offense couldn't go is because it was in such a damn hole. So the defense was the problem today. Carter, hang tight. We're going to get you a $50 gift card to Mel's Craft Barbecue right out there in Park Ridge. Simply the best BBQ you will ever eat. So, Carter, hang on the line there. We'll get some information from you and send that out. Let's uh, quickly get out to New Lenox and welcome in Marty. Marty, you're out with Happen OB. Hey, guys. Great job. Love listening to your show after and before every game. Hey, real, real quick, you know what? Um, it it kind of reminds me. Every every time I watch a game, I think of, of Coach Dick is standing in front of the team, and, and Dan was there when it happened. He said, "Hey, I got great news. We're going to the Super Bowl. Bad news is a lot of you guys ain't going to be here. You cannot have a zoo without animals. And I'm talking both sides of the ball. We just really don't have any animals. You going to tell me, Ob, that up front, our front seven defensive, and nobody knows defensive line like you two guys." That we got a defensive line that strikes the fear and the heart of, hearts of other teams? Hell no, not when you're giving up 440 some odd points. What would Coach Ryan say to you, Camp, if you guys gave up 440 yards? I don't know if he'd have said anything. I think he'd have just killed you. He just shot you right then and there. So I'm going to hang up. I'll listen to what you guys got to say. Thanks, yeah, Marty. You're exactly right. And, and again, thanks to Ryan Pace, we're playing with, a, 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 you know, uh, we're playing uh, with the Harlem. Uh, what is it? The, the Washington Generals. Yeah, yeah. We got a bunch of midgets <laughs> playing against uh, you know the NBA guys. I mean, we tell me, you know, let Gibson, me tell you. Hold on, Stan. Let me jump in there right now. You mean to tell me you think the problem, and and Marty, you do. You got you think the problem is our defense? It was today through the, through through what seven eight games. It was today. Where was it before? They've stepped up to the plate. They've been there. And how you guys got I don't know what you guys are watching. What? You're supposed to be spectacular for 17 games? Allow no points, no yards passing, no yards running? Come on, get real. Well, other than one game, we haven't really been dominant on defense. That was a special game on Monday they, night. We played good enough today. to win football games. But the problem has been the offense. Not converting on third down. Not scoring points. That's been the problem. You're exactly correct. I know I'm correct. If the defense doesn't give up 28 in the first half. Uh, hey, give me a break. And by the way, did anybody else feel like we threw threw in the towel, waved a white flag about midway through the fourth quarter? We started running uh, the you know handing the ball off, and we're we, you know we're down nineteen points. I got it. What's the harm? And let's let's throw a couple up. Ob, no, we're we're handing the ball off and kind of just uh, saying we just want to get on the bus. The problem has been the offense. My God, it, it, you, you don't have to be a. a, a Holy cow, come. Where's, let's get with reality here, will you guys? But, OB, I think what the callers and I, we're asserting is 
Overall, the defense has been solid. Not great, but solid. But that's what the hell I'm saying. Okay, but that's not the problem, Dan. The problem is the offense and the coaches. I got it. And Getsky was was miserable today. It was awful. But he put the off with the defense. Put the the uh, the offense. Behind the eight ball, giving up 28, never stopping anybody. It was nine plays, uh, nine yards of play, and a cloud of dust. Let me tell you, you think Aaron Rodgers, if their defense is playing lousy, that he gives up? He, he, he shoves in the towel and forgets about it and forget about attacking the, the, the other team's defense? So Justin Fields is Aaron Rodgers, though? No, I said, do you think Aaron Rodgers gives up? He fights to the last in no matter what the hell we the didn't. We started does. handing the ball off in the th- uh, late fourth quarter. We were, we were throwing the towel in. I hated it. Uh, hey, uh, callers, we're going to get to you as soon as we get back. All right, guys, hang on the line there. We're going to get to the news here in just a second. Happen OB is sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at Chevy Drive Chicago. Here. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> this is the play that got Fields a touchdown last week. He does it again today in Dallas, and the Bears are on the board. Highlights few and far between, courtesy of Fox Sports there as Justin Fields rattled in. The Bears lose 49-29. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Also, time for Who Brought It Today, which is sponsored by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Illinois, the card to bring through it all. We'll give that nod to Khalil Herbert today. 16 carries, 99 yards, and a touchdown, a long run of 36 yards. Uh, and redeemed himself after what looked like it might have been a fumble uh, on that same drive. He got the Bears to within five points uh, with a touchdown of his own right there. 312-981-7200. That is our telephone number if you want to get on the air with us here today talking with Happen OB like Ed did out in Dallas. Ed, you are on with Happen OB. What's going on? Uh, hello. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Um, this is actually Ed from Maywood originally. Uh, All right. I'm the one who uh, went to uh, the same school that OB went you to. You got Proviso, Proviso the original one, in East. yeah, Proviso East now. Yes, sir. I'm calling because uh, it was I, I was at the game. Uh, I drove three hours. I live from I live in rural Texas. I drove three hours to the game, and I actually saw a lot of Bears fans. Uh, there were Bears tailgate tents set up. I actually went to talk to two uh, lovely ladies with Bears gear on, and they turned out to be two friends. Of- that did we lose you? I think his wife just uh, <laughs> that's why I'm talking about the the girls that he saw at the tailgate. But Ed, hang on there, we'll try to get back to you here. Let's uh, meantime, let's go out to uh, Randy out in Shorewood. Randy, you're on with Happen OB. Go ahead. Hey guys, I just want to say I love you guys. Uh, you guys make great stuff every week. But my biggest complaint that had me screaming at my TV like most of us is the stupid play calling. Why are we running the ball at the end of the first half when there's 15 seconds left to make three shots? We're, I think we're like right outside the red zone. You can throw a score there. We're down. Let's try to win. We go, let's play for field goals. <laughs> let's score. You play to win the game, and that's not what we did, especially towards the end. Stupid play calling all around, but that especially had me mad at the end of the first half. We could have took a shot, but we didn't. We ran the ball. That's all we can do is run. Give Fields his talent and give him a chance to throw it. Randy, unfortunately, that's what we do. If you've seen the prior games to today and in, in, in just before halftime, you see what we do. I remember it was a minute. Uh, one time was a minute and four seconds. Another time it was 46 seconds left on the clock, and we let it run out and went in for the halftime. I understand what you're saying. And you know what? The, the offense all day, it was almost like, first things first, let's don't look bad. 
rather than try and find a way to score or try to you know advance the ball. And in the end of the third quarter, 22 seconds left on the clock, we're dilly-dallying around. We're down three scores, and yet we don't even try to get on the line and, 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 and try to, you know, get things going. We let the clock run out, and then we flip the field, and, and it, it, it was maddening. It was gets, Luke Getzey's, I mean, his report card, it says F. I agree with that 100%, especially when you have 71 plays in four quarters of football, and you, you come out on the bottom end of it. Not good. Not good, folks. And we head out next to Cary, Illinois. Welcome in, Bob. Bob, you're on with Happen OB. Hi, can you guys hear me? Yes, yes. Yep, we got you. Hey, listen, I've been a Bears fan for like 55 years. And wow. I've been watching every year. And here's here's my take on today's game. First of all, let's look back at San Francisco game and New England game. Bears played pretty good, in my in my opinion. Now, today, what I saw, and I'm really upset about it, was Dallas had the ball four times in a row, four possessions in a row they scored. What that tells me is the coaching and the players did not prepare for the Dallas Cowboys this week. I thought they could be mentally more prepared and watch films, what do they have to do to stop this team from scoring? Uh, another opinion I have on the offense, I thought that, um, I think you guys might have mentioned this earlier, that once the offense was behind, it looked like they went into panic mode. They didn't stay with their game plan. They, they played catch-up the whole game. I can't really blame the offense too much. But they didn't use a tight end enough. They didn't use the halfback screens enough. Uh, it was just a complete mess. I thought it was lack of preparation, both on the offense and the defense and the entire coaching. And I, I just want to see what you guys think about that. Let me jump in real quickly, Bob. I agree with everything you said. And the only thing that I'll say, I'm, I'm a believer, and when you, when you have 60 minutes of football played once a week, and you know, divided into four quarters, offense and defense, and, and actually special teams. You go after people, okay? You don't be the catcher. You be the guy. You be the aggressive guy on both sides of the ball. And that's we were not. I don't know what Getsy was thinking about. We never truly, Danny, went after Dallas's defense. Never truly did we ever try to get anything going over the middle in the passing game or up and outs to the sidelines. We didn't see any wheel routes. We didn't see any of that stuff, Bob. None of it. That's how you win football games. That's how you convert on third downs. And that's how you eventually put points on the board. And more important, you're keeping their offense off the field. And let me just say this. The acronym HITS, you know, the hustle, intensity, takeaways, and SMART. All of that we were bad at. But hustle. When Montgomery fumbled and Micah Parsons got the ball and our quarterback, instead of hustling down there and touching him down, he jumps over him for some ungodly known reason. I, 
that th- th- I, he needs to get a you know somebody needs to tell him hey that's yeah, the ABCs of football day well, yeah be that, hey yeah that, like that's you a, don't know that that's unacceptable yes. and you talk about a lack of hustle nobody else was anywhere around to touch the guy down he picks it up runs it back for a touchdown it's crazy and he avoids touching him yeah yeah an F. If you're on hold, stay there. We will get right to you. I promise. When we come back from this timeout, does that tell you his head's in the game or what? Well, it, or it, not? It, well, or not. Forty-nine twenty-nine. The final Cowboys over the Bears today. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Just touch them down. We've showed multiple times uh, during the course of our situations tape that we show every Friday that you got to touch guys down. You know, and it's whoever right there in the scrum. When you see that, you got to touch them down. We know that that's part of pro football, and we just got to do a better job. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. The voice there of the head coach, Matt Eberflus, and that's a. Uh, the play we were just talking about, with not touching down Micah Parsons with uh, Justin Fields and that. Armola's Auto Group, game-changing moment. It sure was. I mean, it, it, everything, it sucked all the air out of, out of uh, our team, and we never really recovered. We'll get some more from the uh, coach coming up here in just a few moments. We have a lot of folks that are waiting on hold, and we want to get right to you folks who are out there and waiting. Let's go out to uh, South Florida and welcome in Dave on Happen OB. Dave, you're on with us. Hey, Hamp, Will be uh, thanks for uh, thanks for taking my call, guys. You got it. Just kiddo. to piggyback off, just to piggyback off what Hampton he called it like it was on those plays right before the second and the end of the third four, third quarters. We're just sitting on the ball. Well, what's to say if we don't throw a bomb to Mooney or or you know a slant down down the seams on Comet and he gets a pass interference and you get 15, 20 yards, and then you're out of the hole and you're not in enemy territory anymore. I don't understand that the, those types of the giving up. I call that giving up. You're giving up on the quarter. Let's, try, let's fight another day. But there's no fighting in the NFL another day. Yeah, and we appreciate your call. You're exactly right. And, again, late in the game, I mean, we're handing the ball off and we're down three scores and it's like, okay, you know, I understand that – see, unfortunately, these offensive coordinators, and we saw it with Nagy, it's almost like they come up with game plans that they want to be smarter and cuter than anybody else and come up with these little gimmick exactly. plays and, and, and then make everybody go, wow, what a genius, blah, blah, blah. But and, and on the other side of the coin, they don't want to get embarrassed. And they were, you know, it seemed to me like he went into this game thinking the last thing I want to do is get into a mess like we saw in Cleveland last year where it was a nine or ten sack debacle. So you can't play scared. And we, on both sides of the ball today, especially our, 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 our secondary. And by the way, our leading That's tacklers. That's a good way to put it, Dan. Yeah. We uh, play scared. Yeah. Uh, on both sides of the ball. And, uh, our, and what are the consequences of that? Well, you you, get you lose. Beat. You you get embarrassed, but both of our safeties were the leading tacklers in the game. That means nothing good was happening up front. And confused too by the, some of those trick plays you're talking about. The, the throwback from uh, Dante Pettis all the way across the oh field. I mean, it was it just didn't seem like an opportune time to now, have something like that yeah. called. You know what, Andy? They can come up with that one, right? They can come up with that stupid trick play, but we can't hit the wheel routes. With the running backs that we have, we can't hit Darnell Mooney on a fly pattern, a post pattern. I'm talking about five, six, seven, eight times a game. Fly him down the field. When's the last time you saw 
crossing ends. Have we even ran it one time this year, Dan? Nope. And even the over route early in the year, that was pretty good a couple of times to Pettis and EQ Brown, but we hadn't seen it since. Folks, these are plays that you see week in and week out and play it. You don't see it with us. That's yeah, called the basics, right? <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> Jim out of Oak Lawn, you're on with Happen OB. How you doing? Hey. How you doing, Dan? How you doing, Ed? Good, Jimmy. Uh, I got a problem uh, with our linebackers. I I feel they're uh, – I got a question. Do you guys uh, play pass first or run first? Our, our guys are backing up and letting these guys run right up the middle. Here, I got, I got a, a quick, quick, quick answer, Jim. The, the front three-down linemen or four-down linemen or if you go to a five-down lineman, their first play, their first key is the run. You know, they have gaps to hit, and that is actually also the first read of a linebacker. And then as soon as you see that, then when it, whatever happens, if it's a run, a pass, stronger, weak side, whatever, then they react. But that's the first read is stop the run. Am I correct, Dan? Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, what you're saying is, you know, and the old adage in the NFL is you earn the right to play the pass, whether it's rushing the pass or dropping. You have to stop the run because who, who wouldn't want to take uh, second and three every play, you know, every series? So you got to stop the run. We're not doing a good job. Morrow, guys, we, we've got some very below average players. You know, Muhammad is not a good player. He's killed us on the edge with the lack of containment. That's one re- reason why I think that Robert Quinn was kind of, you know, expendable. He was doing a poor job of setting the edge. You talk about it every week, OB. Yep. But more importantly, our inside guys, we're just, you know, getting into the offensive guard or who are center and we're not getting off and at the very least we're we're giving up some yards and getting our shoulders turned and then here comes the back through the hole 100 miles an hour and dragging Roquan you know seven yards and then now it's second and one it's 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 not good it's not a good situation we got to get better we just got to get better hello Dan can I say one more thing Mm mm-hmm uh I hope the Bears are not making a mistake with the Smith because he's coming in on a lot of back end of the tackles. Yep. And he's getting credit for them. And I hope they don't make a mistake with him. I hope they got a lot of capital. And I hope they go out and get some some well-needed linebackers. Yeah. See, he's not a very big player. And, you know, a lot of times, even when he gets to the point of attack and to make a tackle, he gets carried two, three yards, four yards. And... You know, I don't know if his his body type fits this defense, but at the very least, you know, we've got to get better at the line of scrimmage. You know, and and truly, you know, the the game in New England that was the best the defensive down linemen have played all year. Today, they virtually were a no show. Well, I'll tell you what. There's a chance for us to get back on the right tracks. Coming our next two games at home. We play the Dolphins here on the 6th of November, and on the 13th, we play the Lions. I think that's two teams we can be more than competitive with. Then we go to Atlanta, then we go at the Jets, and then we have the Packers here at home. So I think, Dan, you know, then a bye week, and I think there's, you know, the schedule's kind of looking, I don't think maybe not all that bad, but what has to take place, somebody, Eberflus, somebody in that front office, I mean, I, I'm not sure what glasses they're looking through 
with our offensive game patterns for the first eight games. But somebody's got to have sit down again and have one of these come to Jesus meetings, okay, with this guy Getze, our offensive coordinator. I, 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 Dan, when I look at it, it, it jumps right out at you. I mean, if, if you look at all three phases of a game, that's what jumps out at me is, what the hell is this guy thinking about? Well, the entire offense is based on rhythm and timing, and we've had rhythm none. Rhythm and timing about what? Well, it, it, the running game and the precision play action and boots and all that. What precision? Nothing. nothing well, Where the hell do we pass the ball? We had it one shining Monday night in Foxborough. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Susan and Morton Grove, let's uh, get you in here before we have to take a break for the news. Susan, go ahead. Okay, okay. You know, I can't believe I'm on. It's been many, many years. I started watching the Bears when I was 10 years old, and God knows I'm 65. So, anyway. I, I'd I love you. Letting your thanks. And um, I just think it all has to do with management, and if you're talking about coaching, that's true. I think when Ted Phillips leaves, I think it'll be a godsend. Um, I have a hard time watching them. I have a hard time, you know. Um, watching them, I'm sure you do too, guys. Um, so when, I, when the game is over, it's awful nice to sit back and listen because you're voicing the same thing that I think a lot of fans are, are doing. Hey, Susan, so, did, I, did yes. I hear you say once Ted Phillips goes, that'll start to solve no, what's hoping. going on? <laughs> I'm hoping because it just looks like a bunch of mismanagement. I mean, I think that, I don't know, it's... Yes, you do know. You're pretty good, kiddo. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. You know, it's good talking to you. Like I said, it's been many, many years. My dad is rolling over in his grave. So, (laughs) Susan, thank you for for everything. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Great call, Susan. Yeah, that might uh, might be the the thing that turns it around, right? She calls. You'd be surprised the people that (laughs) say that. I know. I don't think I saw Ted miss a tackle though today. (laughs) They don't. They don't give a damn. They want him out. I never cared who was in the front office. I'm I'm sorry, folks, but you know, essentially the plan is in place, and it's all about Ryan Poles and the draft picks. And the now, new, wait a minute. And, oh, and the just hold on a second here. You don't care who's in the front office. I didn't. Where would you say the general manager is? And don't you have to negotiate with that guy? How about your pay plan? Hey, what you're making? You let your play do your negotiations for you. No, you know what? And they have, and they have, they know how to fog it out, buddy. Trust me, they know how to eliminate all the wonderful things you say you did and whatever have you. And you got to fight and earn every dollar you get from them. So, I don't believe what you just said, Mister Hampton. I, I, I swear on the. You don't stack have to swear Bibles. on anything. I'm just saying, I could care less. 312-981-7200 is our telephone number. We have to take a quick break. Here I don't for buy news. it. Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. If you want to have success in the NFL, you're always going to have to, you know, uh, be a threat to stretch the defense vertically. So, uh, you know, you have to take those shots downfield so they're, they're not all up in your grill. I mean, just, you know, every successful offense uh, in this NFL, in the, in the league, they're going to attack vertically. So, of course, we're going to keep doing that for sure. That's Justin Fields talking after the game today. The Bears lose 49-29. Our BBB Trusted Review, sponsored by the Better Business Bureau. Find a business you can trust at BBB.org. And uh, 
I don't think you can argue with that. I mean, the fact is, he did throw the ball down the field a few times, yep. and uh, just didn't. They, they weren't catching him. Bayless Jones dropped one, hit him in the hands, and then EQ Brown. I mean, he. You gotta, you gotta be able to be a good enough athlete to fight back and and, and create a, a, a interference call, and on both of those, you get nothing for it other than the 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 fear factor of uh, you know the defense saying oh they will take a deep shot so yeah there's value but hey you got to make you got to make them pay off. Habit will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Back out to our phones and our fans, 312-981-7200, out to Orland Park. Amit, you're on with Hamp and OB. Go ahead. Hey, uh, Hamp OB, uh, great show as always. Thank uh, you. Great debate. And and I, I actually, I do take OB's side more in that the offense in the first quarter, second quarter and stuff, in the beginning of the game, because I usually don't watch the end of the game. It's, it gets boring. But in the beginning, when the other teams are aggressive and trying to score just offensively, we make mistakes. Bears make mistakes, penalties, offside. They're never they're never prepared in the beginning, so the defense always has to struggle. And they, that's why all these points were scored in the first and second quarter. You can't just keep going three and out, three and out, three and out in the first half. And Bingo! They're always behind the eight ball in an offensive league. So I mean. If they if if they don't if they don't improve that they're always going to be playing like 1980s and like today I saw some of the plays they're doing that stupid shovel play when they're behind so like 10 15 20 points and it's going two three yards it's it's boring to watch honestly speaking that's why I've, I've never been a big Bears fan but they they need to improve the way they play the way they play is not completely. Accurate and it's not like modern football the way it should be offensively with all the penalties off the penalties everybody gets. I don't see them ever taking any fifty yard, sixty yard shots. Even Carolina, bad teams even had some. I saw some of the end. They're exciting. This team's not exciting to watch. One game isn't playing. One good game isn't seventeen. You know, so they 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 got to improve the way they play. And so, like, you make a lot of good points. We appreciate it. Uh, man. I mean, let, me get, let me just say this. Well, okay, tell you what? okay, he we made a hell of a statement. Yeah, you know the two shovel passes late in the game when the, we're down nineteen, pointless, ridiculous. Uh, the throwback that Pettis overthrew and threw out of bounds. The uh, the two direct snaps, one on third and five, where they you know Montgomery gets it and fakes it to the quarterback, and all. How much time? That's embarrassing. But, but but here's the deal: those plays work when you're wearing people out and they can't stop you. And now they're playing on their heels. They we were we were in a hole and they're coming after us. They were, the chances of success are are nil. But here's my point: this is the first year in the offense. The offense is looking for reasons to believe in itself, and instead of preparing on. Simple things like the wheel route, and where where the hell is the slant pattern in this offense? We go. haven't seen one all year. I I, I want to cuss, but here's the deal: you get 20 plays on offense on Wednesday, you get 20 plays on Thursday, Friday's a nothing day, Saturday you get on the air. There, how much time are they wasting with these gimmicks instead of perfecting the 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 bread and butter basic? Offensive plays that you can utilize and get, you know, the rhythm and timing we're talking about. It's, it's, it's crazy. Excellent call from the caller. That was terrific. And Danny, 
You were you were terrific with that. Just those statements Thank you just you, made. Obradovich. There's nothing else more to say about that. Yeah, I just keep thinking about Dennis Gentry on those little shovel passes. I mean, it worked in 1985, but it's not. But you wear people yeah. out, hit yeah, exactly. him six yards, seven exactly. yards, a quick slant for twelve. Isn't Boom! This, bow. Isn't yeah. this what I've been saying? Yep. I've heard that before, yes. I think yeah, it was from you. you. Can we get this tape brought up to uh, Hallis Hall? <laughs> yes, My go. God. Go ahead, Sammy. Roll, roll tape on it. I hope you're rolling tape on it. 312-981-7200. Let's go out to uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, and welcome in JP. JP, you're on with Happen OB. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Mr. Ed and Mr. Dan, you guys have been my heroes for years. Thank you, sir. And uh, you, what you were just talking about there, Jim Taylor had a quote about the Lombardi days with the Packers. They had 10 offensive plays, but they ran them perfectly. That's that, true. You know, that is true. Yeah, you're right. Simplicity. Quit the gimmick crap. Work on blocking and tackling. That's the name of the game. Hey, anyway, I want to relate a story. I've been a Bears fan since the eight-and-a-half-yard end zones at uh, Wrigley Field. <laughs> and three, three of my childhood heroes were Ed Bradovich, Doug Buffone, and a guy named Butkus. And when I was a kid, my dad was a dry cleaner, and he ran dry cleaning routes, whatever. And I think, Mr. Obradovich, I think you were living in Palatine. Yes. And my dad, my dad bumped into you, and he said, hey, can I get your autograph? And you're like, oh, sure, give it to my son. Sure, sure. He goes, hey, wait a minute. I got a buddy of mine here. How about get his autograph, too? And the guy come walking around the corner, and my dad about crapped his pants. It was Paul Horning. And I have a, I'm sitting here in my home office down here in Tennessee. Yes, I'm a transplant. I'm a Vols fan now. There you go. And and uh, I'm looking at a framed autograph from Edel Bradovich and Paul Horning on the same card. Wow. You made you made my day. This has to go back, I'm going to say, late 60s, early 70s. Well, JP, you just made my day. That's awfully nice. I, that's, uh, I'm glad I it made you happy, heart. buddy. I speak from the heart. You guys are awesome. Keep up the good work. Yes, and you know, the great Mr. Obradovich had some many, many, many happy years in Palatine until he was banned uh, from there two years ago when he told everybody to bet on the Bears <laughs> when Nagy was here and they got beat by 30. <laughs> you were you were outlawed. You can never go back to Palatine. I, I, they yeah, ran me win. out of town. <laughs> you win some, you lose some, you know. <laughs> Thank you. JP, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Have a good day out there in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Let's sneak one more in before we have to get to a break here, and let's go out to Franklin Park, and we'll welcome in Chuck. Chuck, how you doing? I'm doing great. Um, yeah, I just wanted to comment on why take Fields out with a few minutes left. Let's get him some reps and let him practice. I mean, come on, let's work on that flat play. Perfect opportunity, That yet they take him out of the game. That's all I got to say. Have a great day, fellas. All right, Chuck, thanks. Yeah, we've commented on the fact that the, it, it, it was almost like that one play where Parsons gets the fumble and runs it back. Now it's 19 points. It's like we threw in the towel. We we quit trying to stretch the field. We we were running, uh, you know, shuttle uh, pitches and, and dive plays. It was... It was embarrassing to me. Yeah, Chuck, let me tell you something. Just to look at what's been going on in the last eight games. And and and, he, and, and again, I, I've talked about it many times today and, and over the last few weeks. Offensively, all right, there's so, so many things to do. We don't do them. Our backs are not involved in our passing game. Are you kidding me? That's how you can win football games, by diversity. Getting them involved on the wheel route, in the flats. In the hook downs, 
My God, attack downfield, crossing ins. Chuck, we talked about this, I'm telling you, till the cows come home. And I don't know what in God's name these people are thinking about on the lakefront. We're not going to win many games with it with with we're trying to make one guy the the where to be all. He's going to make it all happen. It's not. It's 11 guys offensively and it's 11 guys defensively and you better get them all in tune. And here's something else that irks me is in the end of the third quarter and the fourth quarter Three of their secondary members were, you know, you know, down and then had to leave the game, whether it was cramps or whatever it was. We never tried to, you know, isolate their replacements and wear them out. That's what the great quarterbacks. Peyton Manning, hey, if your corner got hurt and he had to leave, you better believe the next five passes are going right there at that backup corner. Stupid. 49-29, the final. The Dallas Cowboys beat the Chicago Bears. The Bears fall to 3-5. and five. Dallas improves to 6-2 and two on the season. And we'll have more with Happen will be coming up here in just you know, a moment. It's not like this game was a, a close game. You know, it got a little close for yeah, just a points. little while. Yeah. But you lose the game by 20 points? Yeah, it got ugly after that. After the, uh, the Bears scored 16 unanswered, and then Dallas went on a, a bit of a run themselves. Hammond will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com, 312-981-7200. We'll get back to your phone calls here in just a minute on 720 WGN. We're going to go back and look at the tape. It's going to be fundamentals. It's going to be the coach and the players. We have to be able to execute better uh, together as a group in these instances. We're going to play teams that have good rosters, and that, that's part of the football. And if you want to be good, guess what? you got to play and compete against those guys. So we just got to execute better. Who was that? That was head coach Matt Eberflus. Yeah. All right. You know what he forgot to say? First thing out of his mouth, we got to be better coaches. We got to put these kids in better positions offensively and defensively to win a game. That's what the problem is. That's what we should do. Us, we the coaches, have to make these kids better. And it's in a subliminal. I can't believe he made that statement. Well, in a subliminal way, him him saying, and we know we're going to play against team with good rosters. In other words. In an abstract way, diminishing your roster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I so, can't believe that see, guy made that. See, statement. I told you, I, I, I smelt it. They, these coaches, they, they, they were believing the hype, drinking the Kool Aid. Oh, Dallas is all this and all that. We, we played scared all day on both sides of the ball. We never attacked them. And you know what? Shame on those coaches. Happen to be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Normally, we'd have a, a great play of the game here. Uh, generally speaking, when we have a great play of the game, uh, Good Foods is the sponsor. Game Day is Guac Day. Bears fans, enter to win amazing prizes at GameDayIsGuacDay.com. Good Foods Guac available at Jewel Osco. You know what, Andy? I, I didn't know who that was when, when you opened up with yep. that volley. I didn't know who it was. Yeah. I thought it might have been Poles or somebody, but that was Eberflus? That was the head coach of the yep. Chicago Bears. How embarrassing is that? Yeah. He just made a fool of himself. 312-981-7200, our number. We'll have time for a couple more calls here. Let's start out with uh, Ken out in Vernon Hills. You are on with Happen OB. Yes, hey, you guys, regarding the offensive coordinator, um, this is trick-or-treat weekend. Uh, wasn't that soup in disguise? <laughs> and if I'm wrong, which guy from back in the day, uh, which which would have been worse? It was very shoopish. There's no no question about it. Hey, and, and you know what? Again, it's a new new day, new program, new scheme, new coaches. I got it. I got it. Yeah, this was 
This was embarrassing, what they've tried to pull off today. All right, Ken, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. There can be no excuses from this coaching staff. Whenever they had their press conferences, yet yet today are still going on, or maybe tomorrow, whatever, no excuses. They have to accept who whose fault. Why did it go down the way it did? It's Eberflus, it's my fault, and it's our coaches, and it won't happen again. That's what the hell he should say. Let's go to Gary out in Villa Park. Gary, you're on with Happen OB. Hey, hey, guys. Uh, my question, I can see OB's thing about the defense, but I, I heard you talking about uh, uh, Rockland Smith not being that physical, that great and everything. No, that was and, Hampton. Yeah, well, it hurts the defense. But I, I think the linebacking core is weak because I don't even know who the other two linebackers are. Yeah, most of the time they only play with a kid named Morrow, number 53. On on a few occasions he's played pretty well. Most of the time it looks to me like he's a step, step short and, and unaware of the defense, and he came from Indianapolis where the, he was playing this defense. So that tells you if you don't know it by now, it's, it's not a good situation. All right, Gary, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. We'll move on here as we try to sneak in a few more before we uh, have to. And there's to... normally, yeah, you, you think it's a 4-3. It's really a 4-2. We, we're playing basic nickel all the time right. and then going dime a lot. That's an excellent point, Danny. Yeah. All right, out next to, to Berkeley we go. And, Robert, you are on with Happen OB. Yes, guys. You know, once again, a disappointment. I'm wondering a couple of different factors. Where are we going with uh, Justin Fields? Well, let me. I'll give you my two. It ain't going to take long. I could not answer the question for you. I have no idea what Getsy or Eberflus have plans for this kid from week to week. The last right. eight weeks, it shows me they have no plan. That's right, right. that's all I have to say. And if you, anybody tells you any difference, then they're just fools. Oh, no, they've blown, blown sand. But, uh, uh, Obi, you know, you're very reverent, you know, in, in Berkeley. You know, the mayor, Esposito, the Esposito family. Sure. Obradovich from, from day one, you know? Okay, and by the way, right, just thanks, to man. tell you how crazy this whole thing is, we're, we're saying where we're we going with Fields. Well, guess what? He notched his highest career passer rating today with a 120.10 rating. And yet, a lot of room for impl- improvement. All right, time for one more. We go out to Lions and welcome in. Greg, you're the last call here on Happen OB. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. You know, I just... Uh... I was a Bears fan, yeah, lifelong Bears fan. I had tickets for 1980. And the difference back in 1980, nobody came to the games. Nobody nobody uh, paid high money for the tickets. You take and uh, look at it now, you've got a big waiting list. But they're not producing anything. Two times to the Super Bowl, a 50% or 500% team average. As far as wins, where's the days where uh, guys used to throw chairs through the chalkboard? <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully we'll get back to those days soon enough. But it, it, at the end of the day... Uh, That's the Bears fans' frustration exactly. right there. That's and guess wrong. what? That's their frustration. And guess what? 
in the works is uh, a grandiose move to Arlington Heights with a brand new $5, million, $5 billion stadium. So we'll see what happens. The bottom line is this: you can hang this right there on the coaches. You know, the team made a lot of mistakes. I don't think they were given the best game plan on either side of the ball. Very disappointing. It's time to regroup. All right, gents. Thanks so much. Uh, we'll be back with you on Sunday as the Bears take on the Miami Dolphins. That'll be 11 o'clock pregame and a 3 o'clock postgame as well. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com.